Welcome to November, my friends. I don't know how we are already at the end of the year, but here we are. This is our first episode in November, episode 51 of the Love Your People Well podcast. And P.S., thank you so much for being a part of this audience. We are past the 50 episode mark and we just celebrated with our 50th episode celebration, a big giveaway and workshop and encouragement. And that was a lot of fun. And I'm excited now to roll into the next 50 with our conversation today. Because here in the States, the month of November tends to open our minds and refocus us a little bit more onto the concept of gratitude. And praise God for that, because God wants us and calls us to be grateful people. And sometimes life gets so busy and hard and it can be a struggle and we forget, we kind of lose track of what are we thankful for and how is that impacting us? And that, my friends, is what we're going to look at today. I'm going to share six ways that your heart of gratitude, uh, being focused on what you are thankful for, six ways that that actually does have a positive impact on your entire life, on you as an individual, on your family, on your spiritual growth. So we're going to look at six ways that gratitude positively impacts us, not just in the month of November, but all year round. And then we're going to wrap up today's conversation with three action steps that you can take right now. It's November, so it would not be weird to start something a little different to try to build an attitude of gratitude. But I'm going to share three action steps that I I have used in my own life and I recommend all the time in the counseling room to help us um, address the, the pain, the pessimism, that might be currently filling our thoughts and our hearts and to move toward a deeper attitude of thanksgiving. So we're going to have six reasons why it matters if we are thankful people, ways that it impacts us, and then we're going to close out with three action steps that you can take right now that will help you become a more thankful person. And I do want to um, highlight a resource that I use when I try out these three different steps in my own personal life. I turn to the Hope Planner, and uh, it's actually an undated planner. So yes, we're getting toward the end of the year. You could kick off January 2022 with the Hope Planner, Um, but I like to start it in the summer because that's when my birthday is, and I kind of look at the year ahead, and you really can start at any time. But I have found that that resource really helps me implement the action steps that we're going to talk about today. So I just wanted to put that on your radar screen. Before we get started, there is a link in the show notes um, if you want to check out the Hope Planner, which I love and use and recommend. (laughs) Um, But I wanted to point that out. So it's on your radar screen as we jump into this conversation about how gratitude impacts us and our lives and our people and action steps that we can take to become more thankful people. So check that out. I'm excited for today's conversation. I am thankful for you. I'm thankful that you're listening to this podcast. There are, I know are thousands of things you could be doing with the next half hour or so. And, and it's really a privilege that you are choosing to spend this time considering the topic of gratitude and letting me speak into your life. I am thankful for you and for this audience, this podcast, this ministry, and what God is doing 
And don't forget, friends, to circle back on Friday for our our new segment. (laughs) I'm going to call it a segment. uh, The Friday Faith follow-up. I will dig a little deeper into a personal devotional on the topic of gratitude. And so you're definitely going to want to circle back on Friday so that you can continue dwelling with the Lord, wrestling with the Lord, resting in the Lord around this topic of gratitude. But for now, friends, let's dive in. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Friends, I don't know about you, but... I would love to develop an attitude that is perpetually thankful. I would love to crush the grumbling in my heart that pops up sometimes and replace it with gratitude. We are called by the Lord to be thankful people, and we have so much to be thankful for. But sometimes that is not where my mind wants to focus. And yet I know as a mental health counselor, the incredible benefits of gratitude. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're here for episode 27 of the Love Your People Well podcast. And we are going to be talking about six benefits that we experience when we develop a heart of gratitude an attitude of gratitude, as they say, we're going to talk about what are the benefits and what can we do? What are some ideas of how to build gratitude into our lives? I don't know how much this is something you struggle with, or maybe something you've already been thinking about. But I want us all to remember that this is not simply a call to obedience to the Lord, because he does tell us to be thankful. And we have so much to be thankful for. But sometimes it helps us to follow the Lord to be obedient when we see the the blessings of that in our life. And so part of being thankful (laughs) is giving thanks for how gratitude blesses us and benefits us. So I hope that this episode, this conversation will be helpful for you. No matter where you are at in your gratitude journey, we can all benefit from being intentional about giving thanks to the Lord. So my friend, find a comfy seat, grab that hot cup of tea, and let's sit down and just put a smile on our face and think together about the things for which we are thankful I want this time to not only remind us of the blessings of being thankful people, but to be a chance where we can can do that, can live that out, and can just enjoy the moment reflecting on our good God and the good gifts that he has given us. All right, friend, let's dive in.
Let me start off our discussion today with my usual disclaimer. I am a licensed counselor in the state of South Carolina, but this podcast is not therapy. We do talk about gratitude a lot in the counseling room. And I know sometimes if you are in a hard season of life, then thinking about gratitude might uh, push some of those buttons. And so if that's you, um, you know, I want us all to be on the same page that this is not therapy, but there are some great counselors who are out there and available and who would love to work with you. And there is a link in the show notes to a page on my website, loveyourpeoplewell.com which may help you think through um, what are the pros and cons of counseling and how to get connected with a great counselor. So let's circle back to our conversation about gratitude. I want to start us off by discussing six benefits that we experience when we cultivate a heart of gratitude. But let me start with that phrase right there, cultivating a heart of gratitude. My friends, we have to be intentional about this. Now, some people, um, just personality trait wise, some people are more optimistic and some people are more pessimistic. That's to some degree a part of our personality. It's how God made us. But that does not change God's call for his people to be thankful people. So whether you consider yourself an optimist, a pessimist, a realist, an idealist, all the different ists that are out there, wherever you land in that thinking, um, I'm going to say it doesn't matter. That might be a little harsh, but it's true. God calls us to be thankful people and he gives us common grace when we are thankful people with these six benefits that we will talk about today. And I'm, I'm not capping the list at six. These are just the six that there's a lot of research behind it. And I have seen it play out in the counseling room myself. So I want to make sure that we realize these, these blessings are great. And for some of us that might, it might come a little more naturally than for others. But even for those of us who are optimistic we still need to be intentional about this because we live in a fallen world and we all experience trouble. We deal with our own sin and we deal with the fallout from other people's sin, especially the people that we are closest to. When they sin, it impacts our life. And so we all are gonna go through trials. We're all gonna have troubles at different times in life. And those are the moments where yes, it's helpful to be intentional in that moment during the trial to be thankful. But if we have already been intentional about developing a heart of gratitude, it's going to be so much easier when it feels like life is falling apart to still look to the Lord and give him thanks. So I do want us to be on the same page that we need to cultivate this. We need to be intentional about this. So stick around till the end because I will share some strategies that I recommend frequently in counseling that have helped many different women who are dealing with all sorts of issues, conflict in their relationships, distress, grief, anxiety, all sorts of things. There are some recommendations that I make often that help people cultivate this heart of gratitude, this attitude of gratitude. Okay, let's dive in to the six benefits that we experience. And the first benefit that I would highlight is that we experience a, a sense of spiritual peace because we are called by God to be thankful people. And so when we live into that, we experience 
the peace in our spirits of knowing that we are being obedient to God. That, that is a good feeling, my friends. And there's a lot of different scripture passages that talk about being thankful people. One of my favorites is in Colossians chapter 3. Um, and I'm going to read it kind of in context here. The actual verse is the close of verse 15, but I'm going to read verses 14 to 16 for us. This is just one of my personal favorite verses about thankfulness. And over all these virtues, we're not going to read those virtues right now, over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And I think this verse, this passage, is my favorite oh, for, for a few reasons. My favorite as far as thinking about gratitude. I love that it makes that connection between the peace of Christ ruling in our hearts peace in our relationships with other people as members of one body and thankfulness. Um, I love that because that actually is the benefit number two that I wanted to highlight is that when we develop an intentional perspective of thankfulness, we experience greater peace in our relationships. We experience stronger, deeper, happier relationships. And I think this totally makes sense. And of course, scripture speaks to this truth that when we are thankful, we're not only called to peace, we get to actually experience peace. So let me pause here in Colossians 3 um, and talk about that second benefit. So our first benefit is that we get to experience the peace and the joy and the satisfaction of knowing we are being obedient to Christ. And that is awesome. Benefit number two, we get to experience peace in our relationships. We get to experience depth in our relationships. And this, I think, makes probably makes sense. I don't know. I'm a counselor. It makes sense to me. I see it play out all the time. But I think that it's also just common sense for us. If you are noticing every problem in your marriage, you're not going to really feel very connected. You're not going to be experiencing peace. You're going to be struggling. Compare that with the wife who is intentional about noticing the strengths in her marriage, the wonderful positive qualities of her husband, the ways that, uh, that he parents well, the ways that he provides. Of course, he's a human. He's going to be falling short in some areas of the marriage. But if that wife is intentionally seeking out the good and being thankful for that, thankful to God and thankful to her husband she's going to have a lot more satisfaction in that marriage. She's going to be one happy wife because she's focusing on the good. She's noticing it, praising it, making a big deal out of it. Now let's extend that to the reality that when we make a big deal out of something, it's more likely to happen again. Have you experienced that in your marriage? When you tell your husband, wow, I, that was so helpful that you washed the dishes while I gave the kids a bath. I, I didn't expect that. And that I really appreciate it. When you say that, it's a lot more likely he's going to wash the dishes again. It's just a reality. So when we notice things we're thankful for and we share them, we celebrate them, 
it makes those qualities, those behaviors bigger and bigger and bigger, more and more common. Our relationships get better and better. So let's circle back to Colossians 3. It goes on to tell us not only does it make this connection between peace and thankfulness, it then makes the connection between thankfulness and the message of Christ dwelling among you richly. And so we see this again, this blessing in our relationships. This is why we are called to be thankful people, my friend. If you have given your life to Jesus Christ, there is nothing in this world or in the spiritual realms that influence this world that can separate you from the love of Christ. The message of Christ dwelling in you and within the fellowship of the church, that is why we are thankful people. Even when the world is falling apart, even when our family is struggling, even when we're unemployed, even when we're feeling a sense of, of confusion and dissatisfaction, we're questioning our purpose, we're not feeling connected with anybody, the message of Christ that dwells among us is why we can be and should be thankful. And so I love this passage here in Colossians, making this connection. We experience peace in our hearts and in our relationships when we are thankful. And we see that reason why we can be thankful is the message of Christ. And the more that we teach that, talk about that, sing about that, the, the greater the gratitude is in our hearts. So we've got our first two benefits of gratitude. Benefit number three that I would highlight is that gratitude improves our mood. It has a direct impact on how we feel. We feel more at peace in the world. We experience a greater, a greater sense of, of our own self-esteem, of our own self-identity, of our own personal well-being. Again, we're noticing the awesome stuff about life. We're noticing all these great things, whether they're big or small. And the more that we focus our attention on that, the better we feel. We feel more comfortable, more at peace. We feel emotionally stable and well off. This connects to benefit number four. We experience improved mental health, reduced anxiety, reduced stress, reduced depression. All of these issues that bring people into counseling and that so many people struggle with without going to counseling all of these issues are impacted by gratitude. When we intentionally cultivate a heart of gratitude, and we will talk in just a few minutes about how to do that, we experience benefit in our mental health, less anxiety, less depression. We feel better. We feel happier. Uh, sometimes in, in the Christian world, we, we don't really like to talk about happiness. Uh, we talk about joy, but happiness is a bit more of a fuzzy concept. You know what? Gratitude makes us happy people. <laughs> and God knows it. He's not like offended when we're happy because we notice the good things that he gives to us. Okay. Oh, I'm going out of order. Number five. <laughs> Benefit number five. We experience improvement in our physical health. 
so our mental health improves, but also our physical health. Now, I'm not a doctor, but I am very familiar with some research that really highlights how our physical health improves when we are grateful people. We tend to have fewer um, illnesses, fewer uh, like physical, like stomach aches, headaches, uh, tension in our bodies. Those things, I'm not going to say they go away. Certainly they don't, but they tend to be less because we are thankful people. Now, I would make the argument that's connected with the improvement in our mental health. If we are less anxious and less stressed, we're probably going to be not as tense in our bodies. Those things are connected. But that is, again, a direct benefit of gratitude. And our sixth benefit that I want to highlight is that gratitude actually helps us sleep better at night. (laughs) And maybe this just jumps out to me because I have struggled with uh, insomnia issues on and off in my adulthood. And, uh, and a lot of women who have worked with in counseling, like this is just an issue. We struggle to sleep well, but when we are intentional about gratitude, you know what? It helps us sleep better. Again, there is research that shows this, that people who write a thankfulness list, a gratitude list before bed tend to fall asleep faster. Um, probably because one of the big things that keeps us up at night is the to-do list and the things we're worried about and uh, we're stressing out. Well, if we're intentional about focusing instead on what we're thankful for, we sleep better. So let's recap these six benefits. When we are intentional about developing a heart of gratitude, we can be spiritually satisfied knowing that we are being obedient to God. We get to experience stronger, more peaceful relationships. We have a better sense of well-being, a stronger self-esteem. We feel better about ourselves and about the world. It improves our mental health. We typically experience less anxiety, less stress, less depression. It improves our physical health. It boosts our immune system. We're less likely to get sick. We're less likely to be tense and have headaches and all the things. And number six, it helps us sleep. It helps us sleep better at night. These benefits, my friend, they're good. It's good stuff. And this is why we bring gratitude into the counseling conversation so frequently. But everyone benefits from developing a heart of gratitude. Before we close out, by um, giving a few ideas, a few action steps about how to develop a heart of gratitude, steps that I have worked on in the counseling room with uh, many different women dealing with many different issues. I want to zero in on that improvement that we can experience in our relationships because I know that, that so many of us, we get stuck in a rut with our people. Um, And sometimes that's in our thought process. We get stuck in a rut of noticing all the problems. We start to jump to the worst conclusions. We start to think negatively about our people, partly because we're stressed, partly because maybe we have stress or anxiety going on in our own life, partly because they are broken people and there probably are some moments in the relationship where someone is falling short. But it is so... It's so discouraging and frustrating when we feel disconnected from our family. 
And if this is you, if you struggle with feeling like, you know, things aren't horrible, but gosh, they're just not where I want to be. We don't really have a lot of peace. We don't really have a lot of joy. We spend some time together, but it doesn't really feel meaningful. If this is you, friend, then sign up today for the five tools every busy mom needs to move her family from autopilot to intimacy, the Relationship Reset free five-day email course. In this email course, it's just 10 minutes a day. You'll get a short and simple email each day with a worksheet that you can download, one-page worksheet, and a three to five-minute video training from me, and you will walk away at the end of the week with five tools in your back pocket that you can use today to deepen those family relationships. Gratitude plays a big role in that. And the better that we feel about our relationships, the more connected we feel with our people, the more that we have to be thankful for. And so I wanna invite you to sign up for that free email course to get the tools, mama, that you need to move your family out of that rut, to reconnect, to find that meaning, to build that intimacy. So these recommendations about how to develop a heart of gratitude, this is not an exhaustive list. You can, I mean, you could probably Google it. There's plenty of books. There's a ton of ideas out there. But the ones that I have found are most successful for people who I've worked with on trying to develop a heart of gratitude. Number one is to keep a daily gratitude list. And what I always tell people I tell them two things. Number one, it needs to be written down, not in your phone, not in an app. It needs to be pen and paper or a colorful marker and paper, whatever. Something that you can look at when you are feeling stressed, when you're having trouble sleeping, something you can pull out and look at. You need to do it every day and you're not allowed to repeat items on the list. Now, of course, you know, after like a month, if you're doing it every day, you might repeat. That's fine. You don't need to beat yourself up about it. But if every day what you're writing down is, I am thankful for my health. I am thankful for my job. I'm, I hope that you are thankful for those things every day, but we need to think outside the box. And so keeping a daily gratitude list, tangible in writing, Every day, it's a new item. Even better, every day, it's three new items. Like the longer the list, the better. Being intentional about that, starting your day or ending your day with that is super helpful. The second idea that I have seen work, um, it's worked particularly well for families who want to develop a, a family attitude of gratitude, is to keep a jar in the living room or the kitchen or somewhere and I mean, you could do this a number of different ways, but basically for every family member to be involved in jotting down on index cards or post-it notes or whatever, scraps of paper, things they are thankful for and putting them in the jar. And then on some sort of regular basis, once a month, once a week, whatever it is, you have a fun family night, fun family activity. You open the jar and you read the things people have been thankful for throughout that week or that month or whatever the season was. Now, sometimes, especially at the beginning, you have to be intentional about this. Maybe every night at dinner, everybody writes down something they're thankful for and puts it in the jar. Um, And you as the parent, especially at the beginning, you might want to read through the items before your fun family night in case you have that surly teenager who was writing down not things that they are thankful for. 
But this is really helpful for a lot of families. It gets everyone involved. It's something visible. You can see that jar filling up over the course of the month. And then everyone gets to celebrate. We're going out for ice cream. We're having a movie night. Whatever it might be that's a celebration of things that you are thankful for. The third suggestion that I want to highlight um, is... (laughs) It's investing in that relationship component, kind of an accountability piece, um, but identifying someone in your life that you can tell them verbally or by text, but something where it's an actual conversation and you're saying, I am so thankful for fill in the blank item. Now, that could be something you're doing every day. You're texting the same person. Maybe you're like really cool and you're on Snapchat. You're getting that streak going every day or something that you're thankful for. Maybe that's how you use your social media every day in your Instagram stories. You're posting something that you're thankful for, but something that, um, you know, it's a little different than keeping a written list that's, you know, by your bed or something like that, but sharing this Thanksgiving with the world. And especially if that's in an accountable way where someone knows, hey, Jessica, I didn't hear from you yesterday. What's going on? And it can be a conversation. So those are three ideas that I've seen be really helpful for a lot of people. I have tried all three of them myself. And personally, I tend to lean into the gratitude list. Um, I'm a journaler. I like to write. I like having that. So that that has worked really well for me. But I wouldn't be surprised as our kids get older if we add in a jar or, or you know some version of that for our family. But I would encourage you, friend, walk away today not only encouraged by the benefits that we experience, but walking away with an action step of how you are going to invest in gratitude this week. And if you want to try it with the the accountability piece, I am happy to be that accountability partner. Post it in your stories and tag me at Love Your People Well. Just let me know. You know there could be a screenshot of this episode saying, "Hey, every day this week, I'm gonna have something I'm thankful for," and I will follow up with you. Um, I can I'll share it in my stories. Like we can spread the word. There is so much for us to be thankful for. But whatever it is that resonates with you or maybe something you're already doing that is helping you to to be thankful, not just in a generic emotional sense, but giving thanks to God for specific things, specific good gifts, whatever that action step is, friend, move forward on it. Work, be intentional, cultivate a heart of gratitude. You will be blessed by it. Your people will be blessed by it. It's good stuff, my friend. All right, with all of that in mind, let me remind you to subscribe to this podcast. Leave a written review if you haven't done that yet. If this episode is helpful for you, I know that there are other women out there who need to be encouraged and challenged about their heart. Are they grumbling or are they grateful? So leaving a written review, taking a screenshot and tagging me in your stories, that helps spread the word. It helps more and more women connect with this ministry. All right, friend, hugs and blessings to you. Talk to you soon. Hey, friend, before you go, if this episode was helpful or encouraging for you, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a written review. It not only encourages me, it helps other women connect with this community. And you know what else? You have a chance right now to love your friends well. Copy the link to this episode and send it in a text to someone who you know needs to hear today's conversation. Or just take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram stories, and tag me at Love Your People Well.